Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guarding the last outpost of freedom, like a beacon of light to the world. And exercising our freedom of speech like we're the third monkey on the ramp to Noah's Ark. And brother... It's starting to rain. This is American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. Governor Ron DeSantis, DeSantis excuse uh-huh. me, is in good form. He is completely on point. I mean, the utter hypocrisy of the Democrats has been laid bare for the entire nation to see. I mean, for the ages, not in my backyard has been prevalent among the wealthy and the privileged of both parties, in all fairness. Okay. But it is especially galling when employed by the Democrat Party who hoist themselves upon the shoulders of all those perceived victim classes. Hoists? You used the word hoist. Oh, yeah. Well, no, absolutely. (laughs) Well, they wrap themselves so warmly in the banners and singing their anthems, and then they turn ashen and silent and then flushed with rage Mm -hmm. when the problem is literally dropped off on their doorstep. And what we're talking about, if you did not already know, that Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has sent a pair of planes filled with illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, and the backlash was near immediate across social media right? and the establishment media. I mean, DeSantis had an immediate and direct response, though, for those who wanted to criticize him. He says, look, their virtue signaling is a fraud. I mean, he has, in one fail swoop, been able to expose what so many of us, especially those in our audience, already knew. I mean, you know, he pointed out we're not a sanctuary state as far as the state of Florida. Yeah. You know, we don't have benefits or any of that. Right. There are some sanctuary jurisdictions, he said, that are out there. Mm -hmm. Well, they would be much better. If you've declared yourself to be a sanctuary jurisdiction... And the Biden administration wants to let in any anybody that comes across the border, just come on in. Anybody that wants to illegally come into the United States, if you want to break our laws, you're welcome to come in, according to the Biden administration. But then he's been flying those people who have broken the law to Florida. And DeSantis is saying Florida is not a sanctuary state. There are places that have declared themselves to be sanctuary states. If you are so adamant that people should have the right to violate the law and then you're going to put them wherever you want them, you should put them in the exact communities that have declared themselves open to this kind of illegal behavior. But it's all a fraud. Their virtue signaling is a fraud. I mean, you've had millions and millions of people come across that border. Uh-huh. Fentanyl coming into our country. Yep. It's killing Americans in record numbers. Then you have, as he pointed out, as Governor DeSantis pointed out, you have criminal 
aliens. Yes, you do. And the Biden administration has not lifted a finger to secure what is going on to secure our southern border. Doesn't want to. The Biden administration at this point is not just incompetence. They are they may be actually very competent at accomplishing what they want to accomplish, which is the violation of the law itself. But he point he pointed out and I agree with him. I mean, how could you objectively tell me how you disagree with this statement of Governor DeSantis? He says all of these people in D.C. and New York who were beating their chests when Trump was president, saying they were so proud to be sanctuary jurisdictions, Mm -hmm. saying how bad they wanted to have a secure or how bad it was to have a secure border. Right. And then the minute... The moment, the nanosecond that they have even a small inkling, a small fraction 15, of, what, 25, of what those border towns 50 people deal with every day, mm-hmm. all of those ranchers in southern Texas, what right. they have to deal with just to protect their property, to protect their homes and their families yeah. every single day. And now you've got just an just a sampling right that is being there that those on the left are being inconvenienced with they and all of a sudden a state of emergency and, and, over it well yeah the the mayor mayor bowser uh-huh. of the of washington, city DC. of washington dc she got what two three busloads of people in she was like oh gosh we can't handle this i mean it just it the hypocrisy is just too much i mean this is look the only way this would work out better would be to have the illegal immigrants camp out in a shanty town on the White House and the Capitol lawns and the surrounding uh, uh, surrounding all of the Capitol buildings right. of every sanctuary state. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and, and look, they should be camping. Why not? The Biden, Biden is the one who wants them in uh, the, the country. Why not have them set up tents on the White House lawn? You know, would he be as happy to have all those illegal aliens sitting right inside his fence? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't. I certainly don't think that uh, the um, the Secret Service would like it. And, and then you had White House Press Secretary Corrine Jean Pierre today, right? Say the children of Governor De, the children that Governor DeSantis abandoned. Well, who do you who did he abandon? I, the children, I guess, that he put on those airplanes and that he abandoned them. How, I mean, how like did he abandoned like them? like he's a deadbeat dad. He's, they're not his kids. Like he's he just he gave them a teddy bear. Did he fly? Put their, them on a plane. Did he fly said, their parents to Martha Vineyard and leave them in Miami? Well, this is just this he is didn't just more abandon any kids. Come on, look, Jean Pierre, Corinne uh, Jean Pierre. She she doesn't know what she's saying here. It's all being written for her anyway. But she's reading it, yeah. and she says the children that Governor DeSantis abandoned deserve better than being left on the streets of D.C. or Martha's Vineyard. Wait, well, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, Hold wait. on. So they should be left on the streets of Miami. But they shouldn't be left on the streets of they should be left on the streets of Orlando, but they shouldn't be left on the streets of of Martha's Vineyard. What what is the problem? They're going to interrupt Joe Biden's vacation to Martha's Vineyard later on. No, they might wander around to and and get to Obama's Obama's house. house. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. But let me just tell you, if I'm an illegal immigrant in a country and you give me a choice of whether to go to Miami or to Martha's Vineyard. 
I'm going to Martha's Vineyard every time. And look, if you want to keep me at an at a, at a bus station somewhere in in a small little town versus flying me to Martha's Vineyard, I'm taking the trip to Martha's Vineyard. There's great ice cream shops there. I've, I've heard seen this. the president. Yeah, and he always orders what What is his favorite uh, flavor? Mint chocolate chip. Mint chocolate chip. Yeah. Okay. So Joe Biden and I actually have something in common. Okay. Well, Corinne Jean Pierre. Uh-huh. You know conveniently made no mention of the unescorted children flown and bussed in secret by the Biden administration. Remember, in the middle of the night. Right. They were flying them into into uh, New York State in the middle of the night. So apparently when Biden flies them into some town, Rochester, it's it's just fine. But when when DeSantis flies them to Martha's Vineyard, oh, my God, he's Hitler. Let's get to the top three things you need to know before tomorrow. First thing you need to know before tomorrow, Facebook gave the FBI messages of its users who questioned the 2020 election. That's according to a report in the New York Post. The Post cited sources inside the Department of Justice who claim that Facebook red-flagged Post it considered to be subversive and gave those posts over to the FBI without a search warrant. The FBI then sent those messages out to FBI field offices across the country as potential leads to for agents to investigate. But according to the same DOJ sources, there was absolutely nothing criminal or dangerous in the posts or the people who made the posts. And the FBI field agents considered the whole thing to be a waste of time. Facebook denies any wrongdoing. Well, you remember Mark Zuckerberg said it wasn't Facebook mm-hmm. who was making decisions on what was fact or fiction. It was they the White had, House. Well, no, but they but, had employed a third, oh, the third party, party fact checker. Yeah, fact checker. Yeah, and those folks were the ones that told Facebook as if as if Facebook didn't have any influence on deciding what was fact or fiction. It, it wasn't. It wasn't the third party fact checkers who was handing over private messages to the FBI. Second thing you need to know before tomorrow, looks like a possible strike among railroad workers has been avoided for now. Railroad companies and the union management reached a possible deal that includes a 24% pay increase for workers. Yeah, that's pretty good. But it still has to be voted on by the union members themselves. The deal calls for a cooling off period for a few weeks before the workers can actually vote on the plan. So it's still possible there could be a strike before Election Day, but that's looking less likely. What is the chance this was all staged? In other words... They got all riled up, and here comes Joe Biden to save the day, who hasn't been able to accomplish anything, and and now he looks like a hero. I don't know. Third thing you need to know before tomorrow: after nearly two months, the water in Jackson, Mississippi, is safe to drink again. Residents in the state capital have been under a boil water notice since July. However, the city's water system is still in need of major repairs, and the city says it doesn't have the finances to do the work. This is the third time in the past two years that Jackson residents had to boil water notices. The city of Jackson is a strong mayor form of government, which has been dominated by Democrat mayors for decades. You know what they have not overhauled in Jackson that is critical to their infrastructure? Their political system. Their leadership. You got to stop voting for the same people that made the problem. The people who made the problem are not going to be the ones who get you out of it. And you can't get out of it with the same kind of thinking that got you in it. We'll be right back. You're standing on American ground with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. They just don't care. They do not care. 
care one iota. Who's that? The left. Oh. I mean, their policies. No, they say they care. They just no, they don't it's, care. They care so much. We're the we're the party that cares. Okay, well now the inspector general uh-huh. for the Small Business Administration. Okay. And by the way, the SBA. Yeah. By the way, does the government really need to administer small businesses, or shouldn't they be able to administer themselves? Okay. Well, that's a different question All right, altogether. Just checking. Okay. But the inspector general for the SBA, uh-huh. under the Biden administration, right. Says $1.3 billion in COVID relief funds went to applicants with foreign internet addresses. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean, that doesn't necessarily mean that they were not eligible. Uh, But nevertheless. But what are the odds? Exactly. Come on now. Come on now. I mean, it does indicate possible international criminal we, we, organization look, involvement. Man, we gave money to Russian hackers. That's what that means. That's what that means. We gave money to Russian and Chinese hackers. Congratulations. No, I mean, you're talking about, I mean, the potential fraud that was detailed by the inspector general extends through the first 10 months of the Biden administration you know how we could have solved all this how we could have prevented all of this fraud do you want to know how we could do it could have done it not locked down in the first place okay yes that's true but see this is the it goes no, this back. is the problem the government creates a problem and then the government has to create another problem to try and solve the first problem that it created and now we're going to have to come up with new rules and ways to solve this this third problem that we've created that was supposed to solve the other problems we already created okay but you know why that is is because there are too many elected officials that simply say, you know what, there's no idea too stupid for them to subsidize with your money. That's right. I mean, they have, just think about this for a moment. The bureaucrats have more of your money than they have any original ideas of their own. And so they don't know how to manage Many of them have never even had a job in the private sector. But that's part of this problem, is that the government thought it could manage all of our health, and it can't. All it did was destroy lives. It didn't manage health, and that led to problem after problem after problem. You know, perhaps it is true that politics is the only profession for which there is thought no preparation is needed. But if that's the conventional wisdom... Can we really be surprised with the results? We got a question for our American Mamas. Dear Mamas, sounds like the Boston Marathon is finally listening to y'all. Well, let's ask our American Mamas. Mama, Mama. I told me not to come. She said, that ain't the way Joining us now are American Mamas, Terry Nettaville and Denise Arthur. Y'all have been saying for years that if p- people want to be transgender, that's fine. It's free country. You do yeah. what you want. But if you are male, you should not be competing against females. You guys, have, I think the phrase you've used is you should have your own lane. Yes. 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 Exactly. And, and, and that's going to happen. And I think Maybe that's in brilliant. in April of 2023. 20, finally. Yeah. I think they're still trying to fashion it and on um, the application and how it'll be, you know, laid out or whatever but yeah this is the way you do it yeah 
And this is what's so interesting to me is if you look at the article, the way they headline this stuff is you can just tell which way they lean. Like this title, this, you know, or the first paragraph says the Boston Marathon has succumbed succumb to the next Look, radical I'm not to succumb I know. to cancer that's like a big word don't use yes. those big words to they do this for purposely. the drama it's ridiculous. not only for the drama but they they sway the reader to already automatically think this is a bad thing yeah they've succumbed to the next radical lgbtq agenda by creating a non-binary category mm. wait what no i would rather have these categories, whether it's college swimming with Leah, right. you know, the one that just was number 400 when she, she was a male. Yeah. And then now she's number one, beating them by leaps and leaps. Number uno. Yeah. But I, I'm telling you, this is the way to do it. Have their own lane. Have non-binary tennis, non-binary swimming, racing. This is the way to make it fair. Right. Well, they're going to get everybody flared wins. up. But here's the deal. Too. Who's going to get flared up? You can't cancel the Boston Marathon. No. You can't. Go ahead and try. I, you know what I've often wondered? Is there a list, like a list of words? If you see this word used in a headline on an article, this is the people you cancel. Yeah. And I bet succumbed yeah. is one of the yeah, words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If you see that, those are the people you go and after. But you forget that. You cannot cancel no. the Boston Marathon. And what? And if people disagree, there should be no disagreement with having your Absolutely. own category. What would be the problem? That should be more challenging. That should be more rewarding. When you're it'll racing somebody. Oh, yeah. It'll look very bad because it, it lets people know that you already know you can beat them because they're female. Because you never see a transgender that went from female to male. You don't see her winning all these yeah. things in the we're male category. That's inclusive. We just went from a two-lane yeah. highway to a three-way. That is We're inclusive. making room because yes. we are yes. inclusive. That's what they're saying to me when I look at it. We're not trying to make you stand out. We're not trying to do We're giving you to make it fair. your own yes. spot where you feel safe and you are with people that are like-minded and you are competing against people that are just like you. And that's the way it should be. That's the we're, way right. it should have been from the beginning. And, and there are, you know, you and I, Denise, we have wondered where the feminists were throughout this thing. We, we did not understand why they weren't speaking up. They only work two days a week. This is actually, <laughs> you know, going against Title IX in every single way. But they wouldn't admit. I mean, that you ask even our newest Supreme Court justice what a woman is, and she can't even tell you. Right. It, it's just become so far and so bizarre. Then you have Martina Navratilova who has fought the good fight for 50-something years as a lesbian tennis player. And she has, I mean, they have gone to war against her because she says there is a difference in biological men and biological women. These people need to have their own lane. She's the first feminist that I heard come out and say these things, and they trampled. However, I have since discovered that a lot of this, I don't know if y'all understand what trolls are, what bots are, but... Ever since Elon Musk came into the scene trying to buy Twitter, I have discovered there are actually millions of these. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you think that you're arguing with somebody that has um, a brain, a sense of things, you you're are not, not arguing it's with a anyone. Bot. That's right. Yeah. So I wonder, I wonder if in reality, if the majority of people are actually going to be for this, because this makes sense. Yeah, but they'll throw the bots out showing that they're not. That's what I'm saying. It only takes a few. It just goes back to that old adage that the squeaky wheel always gets the grease. One 
wheel. Think about it. You can go to Kroger right now, get a bad buggy that has mm. one bad wheel, and I can hear you 10 aisles over. It is making my teeth hurt. It is like yeah. fingernails on a chalkboard. So think about it. It only takes one, Terry, to make enough noise to get enough people stirred up. And that's really what this is about. So I'm hoping they'll take that with grace. I, I have had, uh, I saw a couple comments online, and I wanted to see what you think about this, where people are saying, look, now that you've created this transgender category, what's going to happen is that men who really aren't transgender are going to jump because if they're not really good at the boss marathon. They're going to jump into this race because then you can qualify uh, for other marathons. Hate it for you. That's what's going on now in half of the cases or more. Can and that imagine? is what this is all about can to begin <laughs> with. Oh, my God. Did somebody just have a moment where their eyes opened? It, it, it is winning so important to somebody that they will literally change People died their gender? from a bomber at the, at the Boston Marathon. It's crazy. I hope that that's what people will keep their mindset on. I mean, it's just a race for God's sakes, people. If you'd like to ask our American Mamas a question, go to our website, AmericanGroundRadio.com <laughs> slash mamas and click on the Ask the Mamas button. Terry Nettaville, Denise Arthur, thank y'all. Thank you. Well, coming up next here on American Ground Radio, we are digging deep. We'll be right back. Choosy moms choose American Ground Radio. It's smooth, creamy, and now contains seven grams of protein per serving. With Louis R. Abalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. Stephen Parr with Louis R. Abalone. You know, I'm not even going to ask the question. I'm through asking the question. The question is, do they ever get tired of living a lie? I don't. I don't think they do. No, they don't. They don't. They don't get tired of living a lie. I'm not going to ask the question. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Anymore. It's a statement now. Joe Biden. I mean, the man just, he's a pathological liar. Now you can say what you want about his mental cognition or dementia or whatever it is. But the man has lied for over 50 years in Congress. That's how he got elected. About everything. Sure. And he lies even when the truth would do just as well. Right. Well, his latest lie, and it's just so, I mean, it's not even, this is what he had to say. Okay. He says that he was teaching, teaching before he ran for president in 2020. <laughs> now I, he has never. No, I know. I know never, why. I know why he said that. He's but that's never, not true. He's never taught a single class. No. But take a listen. These are his words. Oh, we don't have the clip. No. No. Okay. 
Well, nevertheless. Okay. He says he was teaching before he ran for president in 2020. Now, he was paid uh-huh. $1 million right. by the University of Penn, but he has never taught, he's never taught a, a class single there. class. Has, I don't think he's done a seminar there. It's one of his favorite lies, apparently. That he's a college professor. It, he's, he, oh, I'm a teacher. There's was, something teacher. romantic about that, I was in I the think. classroom. I was like, I was like one of them professors. I was like one of the cool professors. I was like, you know how you, you got the cool professors with the shades? That's That was me, man. Then he could lean over and yeah. smell people's oh, hair. Oh, man, college kids smell good. <laughs> <laughs> he said, no, this is what he said. This is what he said. He said, I had no intention of running. I had no intention of running. That's not true. I was teaching... And I thought that was the best thing for me to do. Well, that's because you didn't actually have to show up for work. He's getting paid a million dollars. Meanwhile, yeah. Hunter is out there, yeah. the mule, uh-huh. collecting uh, more, you know, more money from, from the Chinese communists. It's just absolutely appalling. It's insane. Uh, you know, the, the Daily Caller actually reached out to the University of Penn, the vice uh-huh. provost for faculty, yes. and say... Did he ever teach a class? And the answer? The answer was no. Nope. That his work was instead, she said, based in Washington. He was not a teacher. He was not a professor. He was never there. How many professors would love to be making a million dollars a year? I wonder what's driving the cost of higher education. Let's dig deep. Working in a coal mine, going down, down, down. Working in a coal mine, about to step down. Well, Florida's Governor Ron DeSantis just flew two plane loads of illegal aliens from Florida to Martha's Vineyard in Massachusetts. His office says it was part of a plan to, quote, transport illegal immigrants to sanctuary destinations. Oh, well, how racist. You know, the mayor of Chicago said Uh this was racist Racist, for him to do that. Martha's Vineyard, which is an island which is run and populated by very, very rich Democrats, Claims to be a sanctuary city for illegal aliens. And DeSantis was just basically taking them at their word, right? Because the Biden administration flew illegal aliens to Florida. And DeSantis said, we don't want them here. We're not a sanctuary state. Let's send them to where people are, a sanctuary jurisdiction. Okay, so let me get this straight. Martha's Vineyard gets 50 illegal immigrants from Ron DeSantis. Yeah. And the left calls that a humanitarian crisis. Right. But you have 4.2 million illegal immigrants who are coming into this country. Uh Uh-huh. And the left says, nothing to see here. No, that's all fine. Everything's secure. That's humane. That's not a humanitarian crisis. Because it's going to states that they aren't in. It just hurts my head. This is Ron DeSantis. He says to try to process that. He says states like Massachusetts, New York, and California will be better will better facilitate the care of these individuals who they have invited into our country by incentivizing illegal immigration through their designation as sanctuary states and support for the Biden administration's open border policies. This is one of those, be careful what you ask for, right? They asked for this. Republican governors in southern states, Texas, Arizona, and Florida, are sending them the illegal aliens they said they wanted. Right, during the Trump administration, I mean, they were more than happy right 
to, to, to declare themselves as sanctuary, sanctuary states. And that stopping illegal, stopping illegal aliens from coming to Martha's was Vineyard. Was inhuman. That was, that was a humanitarian crisis. It was callous. Now we send illegal aliens to Martha's Vineyard, and that's a human. Okay. Look. It's, it's all a fraud. This weekend. It's all a fraud. Speaking of frauds, this weekend Kamala Harris went on NBC with Chuck Todd, and she said, sure, of course the border's closed. We have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border's secure? We have a secure border in that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. She doesn't word right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it just, you know, it, as she's waiting, it, it's that pregnant pause uh-huh. as she's trying to collect her thoughts. And it's like, how do I spin this baloney right. to where the, the it sounds secure like secure in that. Every, Every nation nation needs what does that borders. mean? It, 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 it's a word salad. So Texas governor sent two busloads of immigrants who somehow crossed that secure border. No problem directly to the vice president's home in Washington, D.C. Now, here's the funny part. Fox News actually talked to some of the illegal aliens who were led off the bus right in front of Vice Pre- President Kamala Harris's home. Take a listen. And Vice President Harris uh, said that the border is closed is the border closed? Do you believe that the border is closed or is it open? It's open, not closed. The border is open. The border is open. Do you believe that all the migrants believe that the border is open? Yeah, everybody believes that the border is open. It's open because we enter. We come in free. No problem. And, and But it's open for you to come illegally, right? Illegally, yes, illegally. That's true. And you came illegally? Yeah, we came illegally, not legal. I mean, well, that's just as plain spoken. If the border's secure, then people don't just walk across it. If the border's not secure, people just walk across it. This guy walked across the border. And the same man who admitted he was here illegally said he wanted to thank President Biden. Lastly, uh, do you believe that President Biden has made it possible for you to come here and what would you like to say to president biden i, I uh, my gratitude to the president and all the members of the government my gratitude to the el presidente now look there's no doubt this is causing problems for the cities that texas arizona and florida are sending illegal aliens to chicago took the illegal aliens they received and they bust them to a suburb because they couldn't handle them in chicago just a few busloads. Martha's Vineyard was overwhelmed with just the 50 immigrants they got this week. New York's mayor, Eric Adams, said the busloads that New York has received has put the city's resources, quote, near the breaking point. But all of this is just a tiny fraction of the illegal immigrants that Texas mm-hmm. and Arizona and Florida have all had to deal with on a daily basis. I mean, they receive far more illegal immigrants than they're shipping out. Hypocrites don't like daylight, but these moves by these Sunbelt governors sure is creating a lot of sunshine. It just, it's exposing that their virtue signaling was all a fraud. We'll be right back. American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. You're just not going to hear this anywhere else. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. So Stacey Abrams mm-hmm. is apparently running for governor she is. of Georgia. Yeah, she is. Again. 
again. Yeah. Now she recently, uh, and she's going to be running against the incumbent, yeah. Republican incumbent Brian Kemp, the same guy who beat her last time. Although she refused to acknowledge that she lost that election, she declared that election had been stolen, and they turned around and said that anybody who says the 2020 election was stolen, well, they must be domestic terrorists. But she can claim that her 2018 oh, election was stolen, and it's just works. fine. Okay, so maybe did Facebook turn over her name no. at the time to no, the no, FBI? No. She's a hero to Facebook. Well, she went on The View, speaking of being a hero, which I... I know they just loved having her on The View, but what she had to say about abortion, I guess she's trying to distinguish herself from uh-huh. uh, Brian Kemp right. by saying that she supports abortion even until the time of birth. So that That's murder. Now, she didn't explain yeah. how a baby uh-huh. who has already been born yeah. could present a threat to a woman's health or life. Right. But she says, here's her direct quote, what I believe is that it's a decision that should be made, of course, between a woman and her doctor, that a woman's health, that if a woman's health or life is in danger, mm-hmm. then viability extends until the time of birth. So the baby, is she saying that the baby could be born and you could murder the baby if in fact, now remember, one of the criterion of uh-huh. health, especially in New York, you remember New York State passed a law that you could actually kill mm-hmm. the baby after it was born, was the mental health of the mother. So if the mental health of the mother would be affected yeah. by <clears throat> the existence of the baby, of her having given birth, then is Stacey Abrams in favor of that? Oh, I, I think she would say that that's a decision between a woman and her doctor. Mm. Yeah, that should be more of a decision between God and the woman, but we'll... Move. Yeah, that's another discussion yeah. altogether. Let's get to a bright spot. I'm doing all right, getting good grades, the future's so bright, I gotta wear Well, unlike Stacey Abrams, we're supposed to follow the science, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you don't want to follow the science, we should just do whatever Scandinavian countries do, right? I mean, we follow it so closely. Sometimes I feel like we're going to rear end it. Yeah. The the science. The science. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, if we don't want to follow the science, then just do what the Scandinavians are doing because the far left love Scandinavian countries, mostly because they think those countries are socialist, even though they're not. But let's focus on what a Scandinavian country is doing as they follow the science. Okay. Denmark is doing something this week that we should pay attention to. The Danish Health Authority is banning the COVID-19 booster shots for anyone under the age of 50 in that country. Oh, they're... Wait a minute. They're banning... Yes. ...the vaccine. The booster shots for anyone under the age of 50. The rule doesn't apply to people who are considered to be at high risk under 50, so maybe they're immunocompromised, such as cancer patients. There will only be a small number of exceptions. They wrote, quote, the purpose of vaccination is not to prevent infection with COVID-19, and people under 50 are therefore currently not being ordered, offered the booster vaccination. People under age 50 are generally not a particularly higher risk of becoming severely ill from COVID-19. In addition, younger people aged under 50 are well protected against becoming severely ill from COVID-19 as a very large number of them have already been vaccinated and previously infected with COVID-19. Oh, man, I I love 
the Danish. Uh-huh. Well, and I love Danishes in Danish general. Right. Yeah. But this is this is common sense. So part of the reason they're following the science. Part of the reason is they've looked at the science that for people under the age of fifty, the benefits of getting boosted is smaller than the risks of getting boosted. Now, what risks, you might say? Well, there's a paper posted last week by doctors uh, at uh, the University of Washington, Oxford, University of Toronto. Oh, these are Harvard. Obviously, Johns conservative Hopkins. bastions of conservative yeah. medicine. Yeah, all of them. Quote, we estimate that 22,000 to 30,000 previously uninfected adults aged 18 to 29 must be boosted with an mRNA vaccine to prevent one COVID-19 hospitalization. So you have to give 22 to 30,000 young adults the shot in order to stop just one of them from going into the hospital with COVID. Right. So the risk really. So, so the benefit's not very big. Right. Now, this is per COVID-19 hospitalization prevented. In previously uninfected young adults, we anticipate 18 to 98 serious adverse events, including 1.7 to 3.0 booster-associated myocarditis cases in males and 1,373 to 3,234 cases of grade greater than 3 reactogenicity, which interferes with daily activities. Basically, they're saying... The risk of getting serious side effects of the booster for young people is much higher than the benefit of getting the booster. That's what the science says. It's basically saying it's 100 to 1. It's 100 cases of adverse effects or adverse events of being boosted that may lead to hospitalization. For every one person you prevent from going into the hospital for COVID-19. No, that's, that is definitely a bright spot for the Danish. They say university booster mandates are unethical because no formal risk-benefit assessment exists for this age group, and vaccine mandates may result in a net expected harm to young people. No, I, it's a bright spot that Denmark has banned COVID boosters for the young and for the middle-aged adults. We should follow the science. Do the same thing here. We'll be back. You're listening to American Ground Radio with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Welcome back to American Ground Radio. I'm Stephen Parr with Louis R. Avalone. Did you watch the Emmys? I did not. I, I didn't either. But apparently, Jimmy Kimmel is facing white privilege backlash mm. that. Uh, I guess <laughs> I love it when people in Hollywood accuse other people of having privilege. But go ahead. But no, I, I <laughs> apparently he he lied on the ground yeah, or on he, the stage. I, I did see this controversy. Yes, he laid down while uh, I think her name is Quinta uh-huh. Brunson accepted the outstanding writing writing for a comedy series for Abbott Elementary, and Jimmy Kimmel lie laid prostate Mm -hmm. in front of her yeah it doesn't it doesn't make any sense but on his show Mm -hmm. he apologized and many people said she's a she's a black woman okay many people said that he stole her moment she was she is the first black woman to win a solo emmy for writing on the show on this show that she created. And see, that's not that's not white privilege. That's just Hollywood privilege. 
Jimmy Kimmel has Hollywood privilege and thought he could get away with taking that limelight. He probably didn't even think about her with the line. Like, I don't even thought if he had thought about her, I think he, I think some part of his brain would have said, well, when I say, whoa, I mean, whoa, Stephanie Whitley was afraid she would never see her cat Lily again. You see, Stephanie and her family had just moved to a new neighborhood after being there for about two weeks. Lily got out. She had gotten out before in their old neighborhood and been able to find her way home, but this time it was a new house, a new neighborhood, new smells. Sure, sure. And after several days, Stephanie was beyond worried. She had pretty much given up hope. Well, that's when the doorbell rang. It was pretty late at night, and Stephanie and her husband wondered who would be ringing the bell so late, so they looked on their doorbell monitor, and what they saw surprised them. It was Lily. She was standing there on the camera, pawing at the doorbell over and over. Stephanie told the local news station, WPIX, I don't know how she found us, but she definitely knows what the ring camera is. Oh, my Lord. That's (laughs) just crazy. May your pursuit of happiness bring you joy.